Yeah, yeah. What up, everybody? It's your boy, Dave Noodles. We are on the Type 88 show. I just want to welcome a special guest. This guy has been a friend of mine for close to a decade. And when I met him, he was working. And when I just saw him hop in the Zoom call, he just finished working. So this guy, he doesn't stop. He's always putting his head down and he's he's a little silent but he's he's always making moves and he's he's big on helping the artist community there's dozens of artists that have worked with him and he's made their visual more appealing and more eye candy to the world so this guy is constantly on his grind and i'm, I'm grateful to have him on the show i got my dude chris kelly from iconic visions what's up dude What's going on, man? I, uh, I'm very grateful to be here. Um, I appreciate you taking your time and allowing me to, to, you know, get, get to get, get my words out and, and, you know, just vibe out a little bit with you. Cause it's, it's been a little while, but I mean, always, always seeing your, uh, your grind too has, uh, been inspiring. So it, it's great. Thanks, man. Yeah. It's, what a, uh, I always try to think of like where we are now and then where we started and mm -hmm. I, I always do that with whoever i i know and i'm like wow when we met it was at least six seven years ago mm -hmm. at a i believe at, at a at a ninja themed party i think mm -hmm. that was about the time we met at a at a the cypher yes and uh it's so crazy if you just think about everything we both all the life that's happened since and uh You've been grinding, bro. I, I remember that day you were, you just showed up and I, like a few months later, you had like a full produced video that blew my mind and you've just been constantly killing it. Like, it's amazing, man. When, when did you even get into the the video and the, the photography and all that? Like, when was it? When did that start for you? It's actually funny because, um, I always like in high school, I would make like, you know, montage clips with like videos of friends, you know, just getting together. I always had like one of those DV camcorders with the tapes in it, you know, old school. Um, and then um, it took me a little bit longer to, to really step into photography. Um, I started as video and um, looking back, I always had tons of photos from like digital cameras. And then every time I would look back at them, they were so blurry, you know, everything's like out of focus or like weird angles. And like, maybe there was like five or six out of each, you know, cause we used to have, um, I would go to like Walmart and get them printed out. Cause you know, you get the, yeah. um, the actual physical, um, back, back with us before everything became like pretty much digital. So, uh, yeah, I mean, most of the photos were really just looking back at them terrible <laughs> so uh it took it took a little bit while it took a little while to uh, actually get the the photography down but um i definitely do enjoy the mix of it um you know transitioning from sometimes i'll do video or sometimes i'll do a strictly uh stick with photo um and then just yeah i started on windows movie maker um editing and then um i took a class in high school uh that um, was geared towards Final Cut and it was the old Final Cut. Uh, so it was Final Cut 7. Um, and I loved that version of it. And then they came out with the um, Final Cut X 
And to me, it kind of felt like iMovie's like Big Brother. It kind of like I had a whole different feel, a whole different layout. And then that's when I switched to uh, Adobe Premiere and I've just been running the Adobe Suite. So um, that's kind of like how I got into it. And I think it was really more um, in college. I went to St. John's in uh, Queens. So um, they had like a... That's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like a... um, Basically a, a film department, but they didn't have a ton of equipment to rent out. So when I had to do projects, I was like, what am I going to do? Do I want to wait for people? I kind of like doing it on my own time and not, you know, if something's rented out, then I have to wait. So I ended up just getting a DSLR because I had a little bit of money stashed away. And then from there, I just kind of been upgrading and picking equipment when I can and just learning a lot more. That's freaking dope. And so I like that you you didn't wait. You know, I feel like, you know, I believe in timing. I believe in the right moment to get mm. your, you maybe getting your foot in the door. You meet someone, it takes you to the next level. But I feel like when you have a dream, you got to be proactive. Mm-hmm. It, it's Absolutely. not like, oh, you want to do this, man? Oh, you're you're a good kid. Here's a camera. Like, no, like you worked your ass off. Mm. You saved up for that moment when you needed something to which was kind of your weapon of choice in mm-hmm. your creative world. And then you were able, once you got it, it enabled you to have a new power, you know, like you're a superhero, you got a sword or you got mm-hmm. a laser beam, you could do different things, you know, and that was your weapon, your creative weapon. And I'm big on getting the right equipment. Mm-hmm. No matter what creative you are, if you're making shirts or if you're, you're DJing, getting the right equipment pays big dividends than kind of settling. It's like settling for someone you're going to marry. Like no way. Like you, you want the the piece that makes sense. Not the the talking as a person piece, Mm -hmm. but you want the right thing for you. You got the right piece for you. And here you are, man, just been grinding it out. And uh, that's dope that you just went out and got it, got your own camera that time yeah camera, what camera was that it was actually the canon uh, 7d so gotcha. back then i kind of like did a little research and everything and then finally just like because wh- what i felt is like if i i'll second guess myself a lot like as far as like buying something because obviously camera equipment's an investment but like and then just with technology now it's like as soon as you buy something you know the next month something new is coming out so it's like do i wait do i not wait so i feel like if i don't do it like right away then i'm just going to keep like oh should i do it now should i do it now and then finally it's like a year later and i'm like damn i should have just bought that when i i could have done so much with it yeah and and i feel like bro like when you have when you bring a feeling to something mm-hmm it doesn't matter what operating system you're using, you know, and it, like if you, if you think of like Q-Tip when he was making the beats for early tribe mm-hmm. albums, like what did he have? You know what I mean? He probably had a four track with the MPC and, and just a mic, mm-hmm. but, you know, the feeling that you bring to something I feel is, is really that, that secret sauce, mm-hmm. no matter what, you know, and uh, we know, you, I don't know if you heard of that guy who recorded an album in the Apple store. 
yes i did actually yeah, which, yeah, is, it, which is dope you just if you got that feeling i feel like it, it just capture it and if there's a way to deliver it to the world you're doing you're doing god's work right there so that that's special man that that's cool that you cop that, that cop the camera and you've been just leveling up ever since with uh that's that's dope definitely appreciate it yeah and, and like yeah like you said um there's just yeah there's so many i mean now there's so many different avenues you can kind of like take it and i know there's different like social medias that have been blowing up obviously tiktok um and just for me um kind of like seeing a lot of creatives like you said before how i mean i'm very big on trying to like big up everybody that i can if you have dope work like why why wouldn't i share it you know because then somebody else can get eyes on it. And then through that, you know, it can help that artist, you know, get more publicity or more money to keep on doing it. So um, I just feel like the creative aspect of some of these newer social medias are kind of more inclusive and more authentic, I would say. And I just kind of feel like now, not that it's easier because you still have to put in the work, but I feel like there's just, there's there's a little difference than like when we were doing it which which is totally fine um but i just kind of love to see kind of we're a little bit older now so seeing how things translate and things change and i don't know it's kind of cool to me just to to see the new the new levels and the new generations because there's so many creative people out there now yeah yeah it's 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 really cool it's it's interesting because i haven't really even used tiktok but i know it there's just all these other worlds of, and I know people that have they have basically a full-time business on Poshmark where mm-hmm. they have a full-time business because of TikTok. And it's mm-hmm. what I've learned from the pandemic, bro, two words, undivided attention. Mm-hmm. If you invest your time into somebody fully or something fully, you're going to see fruits of the labor. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think the people crushing it are putting the most effort in. You, you know, they're spending countless hours. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it's it's actually really funny because like I'll see some of the videos on TikTok because I actually am on that and like use. I give a lot of credit to people who actually use the app to edit it, um, because. I feel like that old person in the room now. I'm like, how do I do this? You know, how do, how do I edit with this? How are they doing this? <laughs> and for me, if I can't do it in TikTok, then I'm just bringing it into Premiere, which I know, you know, editing there and then actually just posting it in that platform. But it's, it's cool to see like other people using that strictly as their like means and coming up with something amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> and what I like too, it, it reminds me of hip hop too, where just you, you're it's sampling. Mm-hmm. It's like you're taking something, like mm-hmm. someone else's voiceover, but you're mixing it with it. So I, I love that. That's and a beautiful I, way to put it. I just love, because it's. I think we have to kind of accept the fact that, you know, like someone doing magic is that original, but they could do it their own way. You know, mm-hmm. it's like we can't just invent new things, mm-hmm. but we could mix things in our own way to make our own flavor. And mm-hmm. I think exactly and adding I think, our own flavor on it. 
And I like, I like that about TikTok because it enables the sampling because there's, there's all these copyright strikes and all these, you know, you post something on Insta mm-hmm. using the, the sounds of this because there's all this monetization and stuff and who, who controls what. And also, are you representing certain brands don't want to be represented in like a weird way with someone's mm-hmm. video in the back mm-hmm. it may misrepresent but then on the other hand there's there's people who posted stuff with songs in the background that have completely blown it up so i think that's what's cool about the internet it's like a tool it's like do you use it to mess shit up or do you use it to to inspire mm-hmm. yeah i love the i love the collaborate collaboration feel of it and just using that um, sampling as like a, a an example is that's probably the perfect way to put it because it's just that's exactly what you can do. You can just incorporate a piece of their video, or you can just incorporate words, and that just adds like a whole new dynamic. It's cool. Did you, I don't know if you ever think of this, but do you ever think of like the the root? of inspired stuff like do you ever see like like I'll, I'll look at a hip-hop thing and i'll be like i'll like a hip-hop song and i'll be mm-hmm. like oh man this rooted from kanye mm-hmm. because it's like it has this sound it has this thing and then or or i'll be like oh this rooted from travis scott mm-hmm. or this oh wow this is a q-tip do you well, ever I, like yeah I, I think kind of like growing up that happened more to me because in the beginning I would hear all these songs and like, I didn't know about sampling in the beginning. So I was just like, Oh, these are awesome. And then like you start getting into different genres and you start picking pieces of songs and you're like, wait a minute, this wasn't this artist. Like, and then as that grew on and I just realized more about like learning more about sampling and stuff, I was like, yeah, you know, this was inspired by that person. But like, even in my everyday life, you know, just, there could just be something I walk past photography wise. And I'm like, Oh, that'll inspire me, you know, for like a full concept or just seeing a picture. And I'm like, Oh, I could do it this way. You know, there's just a whole different, there's, there's so many. And I just say like really inspiration can come from anywhere. Um, and just, uh, it's just really, yeah, definitely, definitely think about that a lot. Yeah. I think of that. I'm like, damn, I was like, if Kanye, you, you know how you, you sample someone's record, you get paid off that. I'm like, damn, if like, I'm a big Kanye fan, mm-hmm. as you could see, but I'm like, imagine if artists got paid for the, for the, who they inspired. Mm. And I'm like, yo, Kanye would be a trillionaire right yeah. now. Not even billion. Cause if you think about how many people started businesses mm-hmm. off his pure like templates, Mm-hmm. of just a way a jogger is made or the way a jacket is flows you know what i mean or like if or hip-hop alone bro like, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes it just makes me think of the originators i'm like yo we gotta we gotta put on for cool herc and these guys mm-hmm. that that may not even be getting streams from anything you know what i mean like do they have songs that are currently being streamed like we gotta really honor these dudes that really paved the way in terms of the founders of hip-hop and Absolutely. you know what I mean yeah def- definitely because 
like you said, you don't know, like Cool Herc being like the originator, like kind of, you don't know what he's been given in a sense. I mean, there was, took what, like 40 years for them, for a lot of people to actually even like say that he was a creator, you know? So we're to be recognized like that, that well, this, this, some people probably still don't even know the origin, you know, the origin. Yeah, it's it's crazy, bro. Like, I was watching a Takashi documentary on Showtime, mm-hmm. and his boy from, who basically kind of got out of the label a, a few weeks before it's a lot of stuff hit the fan. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Yo, this guy doesn't even listen to. He doesn't even know a Biggie song. He's from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like these whole. It's like." There's a there's a gap, but I I don't know it, it. I'm a little opinionated on it because mm-hmm. sometimes you miss it, right? You're born in '95, and you're you can't or you're. I know people now born in 2000s, mm-hmm. like good friends of mine that were born in the year 2000. <laughs> yeah, and Biggie, they've heard about him. But they missed the the golden age of hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like their golden age is thank thank me later, and you know take care. You know, which are special years for me as well. But it's interesting how all that is, and uh, I feel like it's important to do your history. You know, R.I.P. to Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. I I feel like that was something he was very big on in terms of really when he entered the game, he, you could tell he studied the game. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if you're going to be in a world, if you're going to come into some sport, you got, you got to know, you got to know your history. (laughs) Um, If you want to keep, and you see bro, Jay-Z, Kanye, anyone who's came in and they knew they were going to make an impact. You see how much homage they pay to mm-hmm. the person who basically opened the door for them bro like you know so i could i could get deep and sentimental about hip-hop <laughs> probably all day but but here you are man you've been just grinding it out could you could you remember that first music video that you filmed for someone like how did that work out because i know when you're coming in the game you don't have much you don't have a you may not have a reel you may be starting out like do you remember that first like paid gig where or that first gig where you just got a video done for someone where how that even come Yeah, a- absolutely. Um so basically um I knew this group out of uh the Bronx called R now and uh shout out LP, shout out Nice, shout out uh Solo Jones um and the rest of the crew. Um basically um my friend and I both went to St. John's and he was talking to this other, um, to solo, um, because he used to, he used to rap back then. Um, and they were just going back and forth. They met like through, I, I don't know exactly how they met. I just know they met online, like through some probably forum or something like that. Um, and then he came to the, um, one of the performances that we had at St. John's. And then through that, I met up with them or I met up with solo, um, started, you know, just stayed in contact. It's been my boy now for like 
10, 10, 11 years. Um, and the first video that I shot was uh, a song of them called Confidence. And it was nice and uh, LP. And it was just, it was on like the top of a roof. And um, yeah, back then, when I look back at it now, obviously, you know, this the start of, of something, you know, I don't like it now. <laughs> but back then, I, I, I definitely like, I was definitely messing with it, you know, but I still had a lot to learn. Um, I put like a lot of text in weird, weird areas and uh, you know, some of the cuts aren't as smooth as they are now. So it just, it was a learning process, but I mean, they definitely uh, took a chance and, and um, LP has been doing, uh, doing dope work now too. He's a producer. Uh, He's been got, he has a lot of names under his belt and he's just been grinding it out too. So uh, we definitely, and he's still, he's still uh, writing and rapping. So it's cool to see the uh, progress and, and how, you know, back then we're all like this a little bit younger, a lot younger, <laughs> um, but we're all like, we all have the same dream. So, you know, we all came together and made something um, and it's definitely propelled me and it, it definitely has always been the inspiration, you know, to, to get better each video. That's sick, man. And it was cool. Cause I'm, you haven't even just done videos, man. Like you've just you've crossed it into film. And I remember going to the the hip hop film festival, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm watching something about um. I, who was it about, bro? That was, that was, a, the, Ching, that was the Chinks documentary. Right? Oh, the Chinks documentary. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The one year later. Yes. Yes. Shout out, uh, Miss Miss J. Uh, she was a, she's a, uh, a writer um, and just a really dope uh, hip hop mind and just she's just a really great journalist. So she she tapped into that because she had met um, Chinks. Um, I want to say before he passed. I don't know how long it was, but um, she had kind of had that interaction and she wanted to bring something to the table of what you know of his passing and how everybody felt a year later. Um, so that was definitely, that was a, we had a short tight frame. I think it was like a month that we created that in. Um, it was like two weeks of, of shooting it, the interviews and everything. And then like two weeks of editing. And it was just like nonstop, like 24 hour edits and like get an hour of sleep and then go right back into it. Probably that, uh, that's how DMX made uh, his second album, "Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood." E. Eler, e. R. Cohen asked him, "He's like, could you make an album in a month?" And he mm-hmm. said, "I got you." Okay. And he made that album in a month. Mm-hmm. So, undivided attention, bro. Absolutely. Goes back to it. You, you put your head down and you, you put you you focus on mm-hmm. that one thing. And look what you got. You got a documentary out of it. R.I.P. to Chinks. Absolutely. So that that was dope, man. Just pulling up. I was there on like a random school trip <laughs> with like a, a teacher that I just connected with and I spoke to her class. And um that was part of the trip. And I'm in Harlem just chilling. I haven't been in Harlem in, in years. Mm-hmm. And it was it was just a great vibe. And I, I saw my dude and he was like, Yo, I worked on this. And I, <laughs> so that's 
it's no That's... coincidences. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you've been working on another film recently. How's that going for you? And what's it all about? So yeah, my, uh, my friend, um, he, he lives out in Buffalo. So he, uh, he came to me about helping out with um, a short that he was, he wrote, and then he was going to be the director on it. Um, so Buffalo has an awesome uh, film crew uh, community. And uh, he was able to get everything like greenlit through his one producer. Um, and me and uh, our, our friend, um, Rebecca went up there. She was the lead in it. And uh, yeah, so we drove up to Buffalo and I was basically um, like a camera PA. So I was helping out the camera crew and they, they pretty much had it, everything like kind of set up to where they know each other and we're, we're working, you know, crazy, uh, crazy well together. Um, so I, I didn't want to like keep pushing. Like I was just like, if you need me, I'm here. And then in the in the spare time, I was just getting some behind the scenes um, photos and and um, and video, just so if if we ever want to you know make a little like documentary or some something short about how it was made, we could definitely do that. And uh, from from everything that they came out with and everything that um, he was able to bring to the table, shout out Dan, um, his uh, short seven one six. It's gonna be dope. I'm excited for it. And where can people find that? When it, oh. is it coming out or it's out? Yeah, it's going to be edited. Um, now he's working on it. So okay. um, I'll definitely have to, you know, keep you updated on where it'll be uh, um, promoted out. Or if um, I think the aim is to try to get into some film festivals and stuff like that. So so hopefully uh, that'll work out. And, and then in the near future, it'll be on other platforms. So yeah, you know, let's. Uh, I'm gonna actually uh, shoot over to your your gram real quick, just so people could check you out. Make Absolutely. sure to make sure to follow my guy right here, Kells with a Z fifty five, and then you can follow the journey right there. Um, you could check out all his work. So those first six are from the uh, the shoot. Okay, they look like some nice. Um, feeling the the lighting the color yeah the coloring and the lighting was was on point so yeah make sure to connect with my dude yeah and i see you've been grinding bro i so i feel like when you're an artist bro you're just an artist like Mm. i shout out to my homegirl phoenix we just did a collab called outside the box and i feel like as an artist like we you can't really be put in a box (laughs) it's just been cool to just see you step out of your box because when i know you i know you as the video Mm -hmm. a guru or the sensei you know and Mm -hmm. but you've been you've been adding some new belts to your your sensei vibe bro yeah this uh uh... so how's that going i see you've been designing you got the pod you got so how's all that going for you yeah, I appreciate it. Um, basically, just, you know, the whole pandemic kind of changed the way we attack things and being home more than I was expecting. You know, I kind of made some new adjustments and I've had this um, Wacom tablet that I thought at first didn't work with my computer, um, but I didn't really like 
play around with it or learn it properly. Like you were kind of like what you were saying before. So all this extra time now, I started watching more tutorials on it and learning how to get the the drawing looking the way I wanted, where it wasn't as jagged. Mm. And it was it literally would have been like probably like a, a five minute, ten minute Google search if I would have done it back then of figuring out, you know, how to change the pen uh sense um uh sensor just like touching um on the on the pad and and that really made me jump into learning more about the graphic and and just uh kind of just I started just getting friends that I had and I would just put them you know I I what I do is I put the the photo down first and I'll just trace over them um and then like add the coloring after um uh, mm. but just like yeah just learning that more and then that translated into when um when i was starting the podcast we were figuring out like uh, how to brand it and everything and then i kind of just started drawing i drew myself first and then i drew my friend that i co-hosted with and basically i shot over like a design to him i was like you like something like this and he was like yeah that's dope so then we've been using that as our template um, and then wh- whoever we have as a guest, we'll just, I'll just draw them out and then they're kind of in the middle. And then, um, yeah. And then from there, I've been kind of just, I'll have like, like a kind of, like I said before, I was thinking about doing projects and I was like, let me push it off for a little bit. Let me push it off. And then I've just been trying to like get more into designing some stuff for like artists that like inspire me. And just figuring out different ways to incorporate that into like being creative. That's that's what it's all about, man. I, there is I I say there is no limit if you believe mm-hmm. there isn't. Mm-hmm. In, in my song with uh, Frank Nitty, mm-hmm. get in the game. So you get in, you got in the game, and it's. I think it's fun to just have fun with it, and it's cool when you just find the groove and then mm-hmm. you just learn from everything you do. Absolutely. And once and- you, you put it out there, you feel, I always say, you know, just put it out. Of course you, you want to be proud of it. You, mm-hmm. We have a certain standard of what we do, but you see people interact with what you do and you learn from every experience. Absolutely. And like I, I obviously in like high school and stuff in middle school, you have art classes and those were some things that I always like enjoyed. I always used to love, you know, do, doing the, um, the projects that we had to do. Um, and I had a couple ones that were good. I just never really like fully invested into that graphic aspect of it. Um, but, but it just, yeah, it took me by surprise when I started seeing that, you know, I was doing it pretty well. And then, you know, I would send like photos of the the person who we would have on the guest, and then like my co-host would be like, "Yo, that 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 came out really good. Like that one, that one might be your best one yet." You know, so it's just like little things like that. And then, like you said, like the, I mean, I don't think I need a pat on the back. I can do th- stuff without, but it's always nice to hear like if people like your work, um, and like how they're receiving it. And I'm always one where if somebody has constructive criticism. I'm definitely going to take that to heart, you know, and, and use it as a way to get better. That's sick, man. That So you've been just designing. You also got the podcast. So where can people find the podcast? 
so the podcast is on spotify apple podcasts um i'm pretty sure it's on like uh um like google and the other podcast houses um and then we do have a youtube channel um and i i do have to get more clips on there i've been slacking a little bit and then we have a um instagram and a twitter and the uh, actual podcast is called called got a lot on our minds and then it's g-o-t-t-a space lot so yeah right there perfect yeah yeah (laughs) i appreciate it yeah man so we just filmed yesterday um episode 21 or we we recorded it but um that's been that's been fun too and then just i kind of also learned through like gaming i've been learning about streaming and how to you know go that route um i started a twitch just to to really in in the future i want to like when when things get a little bit more normal you know if i live stream concerts and stuff like that um or like host things like that i'll know how to do it now so so i'm trying to do stuff that i enjoy which is like gaming but also in the back of my mind use it as like a template to to learn how to stream properly and if i have hiccups and stuff how to how to really learn about it on the fly so i'm not like so i'm prepared in the future that's I feel you, bro. That video is something that's it's part of our day to day, man. YouTube mm-hmm. is just huge. You know, it's bigger than every anything right now. So, so to be able to also like the sentimental fact of just being able to remember history and a time in people's lives, bro. I think that's like that. I feel like that's. A, the true gift of what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to capsule time and yeah. to look back and be like, Oh, sh- damn. I remember that whole day because of that one minute video mm-hmm. that that guy made for me. Yeah. You know, that's, that my that's... boy, Chris and iconic made for me, you know, you could look back, but I remember, I remember like whole, I, I have like a music memory. I can, I can remember the days I bought albums and like what Mm -hmm. happened that day because of that album. If you take that out, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I can't Mm -hmm. remember it, but like I could associate it with that or I could associate with a photo or a video. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same with me. So for you to be able to bring that in a theatrical way where it's not just start, finish one hour, you know what I mean? In a, you, you pack it together in a way for people to really remember that day and that part of their history or their career is just, that's just a special thing, bro. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things about is just being able to capture a moment and just solidifying it in history. Like you said, you know, it, it lives forever as long as it, and the internet's here um, or as long as you don't corrupt your files. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's, it's definitely something that, there's there's a weight to it but as long as you like know what you're doing you know and you have faith in yourself that you can uh perform and and bring that special moment to you know to how you envisioned it then yeah i mean th- there's always times it's like like an artist going up performing no matter how many times you've performed you still get those butterflies you know uh it's not like you're second guessing yourself you're just nervous you know you want to put on your best performance and and things like that so um yeah i'm always grateful for the opportunity for sure that's that's a blessing bro to 
it doesn't seem like you're fighting your destiny. It seems like you're walking it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like that, that's just special to just, I, I always think about, okay, I think as if I'm going to live to 80, 90, right? Mm-hmm. I always look back. I'm like, am I going to look back when I'm 80 to now and be disappointed? I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, no, you know what I mean? The only mm-hmm. thing I, I don't really have any disappointments. Um, Cause everything that happened was something that taught me either that ain't for me, that, or that is for me. Mm-hmm. And and what, what did I do next? Right? It's like as complicated as everything was. That's kind of how it, how it is. And it's just so, it's just cool, bro, that you're walking in your destiny and you're, you're living the dream. And you're helping other people remember their dream and propel their dream in a, in a, in a theatrical, memorable way. So that's that's dope, man. I appreciate it. Can't say it better myself. Um, <laughs> it's 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 always it's always fun to to or it's it's interesting to see you know talk to other creatives and I love to hear other people's perspectives. That's one thing that I've been as I've matured. Um, you know, obviously growing up, you might like only have this one perspective until you start to really, you know until the world until you start to experience the world more and you know getting out of my smaller town learning about other cultures other people other backgrounds it's just it to to me that's that's one of the great things about living and uh and that's something that like moving forward i kind of want to get more into like just being able to tell people's stories so it's it's yeah I, i enjoy getting different perspectives for sure and I appreciate what you said because that's that's definitely definitely a, a it's a positive way to 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 spin everything. And I know that you're very big on on a, po- a positive. And uh, what I will have to say about stereotype too is just being able to see your journey too, um, seeing all of the lives that you've changed, all the the bookmarks that you've you've sent out, even though it might not seem like a lot to a lot of people you're definitely changing lives and then just having that mantra of don't stop dreaming you know that's always been something that i've kept in the back of my mind so i definitely appreciate you for that (laughs) oh man bro of course man that if if i don't i I preach what i teach you know Mm -hmm. that's that's the only way it's tatted on my arm and Mm -hmm. uh, i only i only have two tattoos love and don't stop dreaming so I got more on tats on the way, but probably my next one is peace, mm. <laughs> but it's really only about that, that. We really, you know, we're here on earth. As far as I know, I, I act like only one time, you know, I don't want to get so deep and be like, mm. talk about other lives and stuff and reincarnate and stuff like that. I don't need to, but I feel, I, I try to just treat, the life that I live here is the only one, right? And um, mm-hmm. Drake said it, <laughs> yellow. Yeah. And uh, let's let's just make it count and and the the impact we have, bro. Um, and I 
And I feel like it, what I've been doing lately, bro, I, I've been just putting, I haven't been putting so much pressure on myself to make money. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like we, I, I feel like it's messed me up in the past mm-hmm. where it was like, it became like, if I didn't make the money, it was like not good enough. Mm-hmm. And may, maybe it helps that I'm maybe making more. Mm-hmm. that i'm maybe saying this but i i'm really not there's been 10 maybe 10 years ago i was making more mm-hmm. but i was doing a bunch of shit that i felt i felt horrible about mm-hmm. i was getting i was basically soliciting people on the phone like the one job i i had mm. the last 10 years that wasn't like a business of my own um that was i was doing better than I guess more money, but right now, bro, like I think we got to chase emotional wealth. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this time, bro, it could, it could break us or it can make us. Mm -hmm. And then that's why I cherish these calls to me, bro. I, I would, the pods that you could look at and be like, Oh, I only got 10 views. Oh no, it's not working out. Like, nah, like right now, bro, like, being able to just talk to someone about their dream and then connect with them and just have that moment. That to me, bro, is emotional wealth. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we got to chase that. And I feel like once you could get that and you could find that piece, everything else is just like, Oh, all right. Okay. No, they didn't call me on my birthday, whatever. Like you're, if you could find that emotional wealth, Mm-hmm. It's just so powerful, and um, and I think it's filling your day with with stuff that you that make that matters to you, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's just cool to talk to people like you, bro, that that do it, you know. And then you make time for you, uh, you know. I saw you were chilling with your grandma, yes, on her birthday, always. So shout out to Connie. Yeah, shout out Connie. She's a uh, dope artist. That's probably where I get some of my creativity from. <laughs> um, she does a lot of like uh, scenery painting and 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 things of that nature. Um, and she and like uh, she does do positive sayings um, and and other uh, other things like that. But um, yeah, and even even to get back to like what you said, I kind of feel like it's a uh, perspective change too because i feel like social media has dictated like you know we need to get this many views and things like that but from something that i saw earlier um i don't even know if it was like weeks ago or months ago um if you're like at an actual art show and you had like 10 people show up like that would mean the world to you i feel like but then if you get like 10 likes that's when like you're kind of like down in the dumps, but it's just, I mean, it's still 10 people. So it may not seem like a lot, but I try not to like get, get too down if I'm not getting um, like the likes or the, I feel like I'm getting the, 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 the views or anything that I, that I feel like it should, because I've kind of seen sometimes where my following may not be that big right now, and if I posted a video and somebody 
with a lot more views posted that same video i've seen the response from them as opposed to like not having as many followers and just getting like friends and family to to comment on it and that kind of has shown me that you know that there is value in the work that i'm doing because over here it's still getting that that like like everybody's like saying it's fire everybody's like giving it good reviews so i i've used that as a way to like be like all right i'm not gonna not gonna i'm not gonna get down on myself too much because you know then then that's when you're like all right should i still do this you know i I just try to like you stay as positive as possible all right you that's so real man like do you ever think about this, bro? Like, what was what was going through Nas's mind when he was making Illmatic? Bro, he wasn't thinking about the views. Mm-hmm. He was thinking about capturing his life. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, the most beautiful album. Mm-hmm. If you really, like, think about it from, like, a poetic, ter- uh, like, world or just a street world, bro, he he bottled his life up Mm. and he brought it to us and he gave us and he gave us anthems for basically almost (laughs) three decades yeah so i feel like right like and and jay bro was he was he worried about that no he they were just worried about making something special yeah and sharing their story and i feel like what what made the difference it's how they did it it's the way they did it it was the story Mm -hmm. you know and i think and now it could get a little cloudy because we see instant gratification yes instagram yeah but i think it's just so still so important just whatever you're doing focus on that thing that you're doing and just make make it special to you yeah and the what's meant to be will be you know what i mean like not think about it bro Nas is just so nasty like he had to make it yeah because he was spending so much time on that craft like he bro he wasn't he wasn't surfing and do you know what i mean like which is all cool he was he was full force and that was his thing. And bro, he there was no other way. He had to make it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think whatever you're doing, whoever's out there, make make that thing, bro. Make that share your story. And you know, my boy right here is sharing his story and helping others share their stories. That's that's just what I'm trying to do more of. Uh, I definitely think being behind the camera, I haven't as been as vocal about like myself and sometimes i don't like talking about myself too much but i'm still trying to like find that happy medium where you know i can still i like i've found out through the years of doing this that like you know you're still inspiring people so it's like you you definitely it's definitely nice to to give back to them and kind of tell like your route and how you did it so that it might help them do it a certain way or, or like what not to do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just, I definitely think that telling your story is, is something that's, that's major, major key as the DJ Khaled would say. <laughs> and bro, this all connects 
from what I was saying earlier about regrets, bro, I just remembered one of my regrets. Okay. The only real regret I have is not documenting how I felt during my best and my worst times in my mm. life. Only regret. That's it. Mic drop. You know, like, Ooh. that's my only regret in this world is like, yeah, bro, I think about it. The, the times where I was going through some crazy shit, like maybe mm. I was in a relationship, I was driving, I got punched in the face and I was like, what the hell's going on? Like, and I didn't do anything to the person. I was just like, I'm not driving faster. And then I got popped in the face. Like I was in some like weird movie, mm. bro. I wish that I, I, I recorded that not put it out on YouTube or whatever, just had a little thing like on a cassette because I think just being able to put things in perspective and remember that time, Mm -hmm. I think it changes how you take your next move. But sometimes you're just caught up in the next move. You're just like, oh, whatever. I'll wake up. I'll do it again. Mm -hmm. If I took that time, you never know, right? It still happened. I couldn't have erased that weird moment where someone mm-hmm. popped me in the face that i was dating like my <laughs> first love right <laughs> whatever um it is what it is i'll put it out there i wish that i talk and then i maybe i recorded something else to be more positive the first show we did almost going on 13 years ago mm. my brother paul and i i could watch the video i wish i had a a recording or like an after film thing where us talking or us praying or something where it was like, I could remember that feeling. Yeah. And that's really the only regret I have, man, in this world. And I feel like here you are, bro. You're, you're able to get that for people. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's really the only regret I have is I wish that I like wrote something down when I was dealing with it or when I was winning. Mm-hmm. Because there were times I was winning and I felt weird. I was like, yo, why, why do I feel this way? I'm making a lot of money mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm stealing. You know what I mean? Or like there were times like that. Yeah. Or, oh, I'm selling weed. I, I just got caught. I got pulled over in Newark, Jersey. Like these are real stories, right? Yeah. I'm kind of putting it out there. But like I wish I could look back on that day, whatever day that was, April 20th. 2007 and and listen to my voice of what what dave noodles was thinking that day Mm -hmm. and um that's it that's my only regret that's pretty that's pretty dope to only have a couple (laughs) but (laughs) for sure but uh yeah man i i think it's important to just capture your your story and i think it's dope you're out there getting capturing people's story and helping them remember those even bad you know bad times aren't when you look back you're like you know what i made it through and look where i am today you know like that happened it wasn't the best relationship i was in but here i am you know uh, not to put my business out there but great things happened a few weeks ago you know and taking great great next steps yeah i haven't put it out publicly but like I had to go through that to get to where I am today. Yeah. So shout out to my first love for showing me she wasn't my last love. Yeah. (laughs) And better things have came along since. So that's definitely the only way 
to look at it sure. and putting that positive spin i think definitely is the only way that i try to try to do it i always try to find the silver lining in, in life and moments and, and there's always like a learning experience for sure yeah man and, and being that you're in film and the at and uh capturing video and all this what's like a movie that really moved you okay good good question so my favorite movie that really has moved me and just basically most of the movies from him is uh interstellar and just christopher nolan's movies and it's just being that i also love like space and the idea of like what's out there um and just how in-depth he goes with his movies so um interstellar inception memento um most recently tenant like his movies are always so just i don't even know how you write this kind of stuff like you have to just be like pedal to the metal like focusing i know tenant i think took him like five years to write so that's just cool to, to think that you're spending all your time on like a project not maybe not all of your time but you're spending at least this long period of time to, to come up with like this one project and to me that's that's totally like 100 percent inspiring because uh, i haven't spent that long on a project but i know um, I'd definitely be willing to, you know, if I know something is that great and then maybe it's not the right way that it has to be put out to the public yet, but I have to spend more time to, to, to do something, you know, it's, that's, that's, that's where the dedication takes and, and knowing yourself and knowing when the right time to put something out is. That's real. I got to check that movie out. What is it? It's called Interstellar. It's uh, interstellar yeah is, is the one that i love and then tenant most re- tenant most recently tenant and then the director is christopher nolan and also the writer Ten- is tenant an old movie no it actually just came out um basically oh. in 2021 oh okay okay it was like a cup co- i believe it was the beginning of the year or maybe it was the end of 2020 um oh, okay got you but it was uh, it's it's with John uh, David Washington. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's been killing it. And then it just like I I really love how actors portray characters. And one thing about like film and television for me is being able to transport myself into like the feelings of those characters. So if there's like really heavy emotional scenes, I like to kind of just let myself try to feel like what they're going through. Um, and that's just something that I've, I've always enjoyed doing um, and being able to like see an actor just go to such lengths to bring a character to life to me is just like one of the coolest things. Who's one of your favorite actors? Ooh, that's, a good, that's, that's a good question. Um, damn. On the spot. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> you could have top five you know i know how i know how these worlds are I, a lot of i really love tom hardy and what he does um and i i appreciate how he can really not have a lot of lines in a movie and still also portray like the feelings of that character so like something like mad max where he's not really talking um bane he has a lot of lines but you're not seeing his mouth and he's just basically using the you know his eyebrows or his eyes to to dictate what he's feeling and then his hand motions um and then just playing two brothers in one movie where 
you know, they have two different um, personalities in um, Legend. To me, that's just where, you know, you get a sense of who a character is. And then um, also in Dunkirk, which was by uh, Christopher Nolan, mm. uh, that, that movie, he he's an air, airplane pilot um, and he also doesn't have that many lines, but you can still, you know, get a sense of, of the character and what he's like kind of feeling through like different hand and gestures and, and facial features. Interesting. Cause it, those are all movies I haven't seen. Oh, okay. Every movie you mentioned. Um, I think recently um, I love Chadwick Boseman uh, and I w- wish we would have been able to, to see more of him. Uh, um uh john david washington is slowly creeping up i love uh um michael b jordan and then um i was gonna i feel like i'm gonna butcher his name um oh i'm gonna have to come back to it. what movie was he in um I have to look this up real quick or else I'm going to forget. If you want to start talking about something else, I'll just chime in real quick. Nah, it's all good. No worries. So all right. Those are good. Those are all excellent choices. Did you see the new Judas movie? That's like, the movie I was, I was thinking about. Um, That was really good. I love I, uh, I Stanford field. He, mm. he, he's slowly, and I've been saying this for a while. I feel like he hasn't like maybe until this movie, a lot of people haven't realized the, um, range that he has as an actor um because he's been in such different like movies um from like a love movie like a romance um to like to like this movie where he's playing um a black panther you know um and uh i feel like his performance is always so out there and he really like you can i feel like you can feel how he feels in in the moments and he, he, I don't want to say he overacts because it's it's not overacting. It's just he really brings out the emotion, which is something I love in an actor. I gotta watch that one. It's on my list. I thought it was a, a very good movie. Um, you get you get you might get a little mad at it, but obviously because once you start to learn about obviously history and what what has gone on, yeah, you know, it's definitely definitely not what you would want to to understand or realize you know these things actually happen yeah man i i i probably would say denzel bro it's my yeah. it's my uh, dude I, I love leo as well that would yeah i would definitely put leo in my top five but denzel's definitely denzel it's is there man he's just I, I love he got game. I, I know that's not really on anyone's like top five movie wise, but that to me, I, Spike and Denzel, bro. Spike, yeah, Spike's, Spike's probably my favorite mm-hmm. director. Um, Spike, Spike's crazy. Just memorable, like just giving me films that I still I still remember and scenes that just like are part of culture to me. Mm-hmm. Just being like a hip hop kid and um, just the Spike film just just hit me. As a, as a youth and still, and Black Klansman, that was just that that was crazy, mm. bro. I and, think I still have to see that one actually. Oh, bro. Yeah. Get ready, man. I, I don't want to hype it up, but 
that was definitely my favorite movie of whatever year that came out with. Okay. <laughs> whatever movie year that was, that was my favorite movie of the year. I think it was 2019. Um, sick. It was, just, it was just so... He... They tapped into so many things, and it was oh, so. Oh, John, real. John, David Washington was in that too. Yeah, he's been he's been killing it. Um, I also like Jordan Peele as a as a director. He's been, oh yeah, he's, he's climbing, man. He's had he's oh, had a man. great last few years. Like, and I'm he's shining. Absolutely, and it's funny how like if you were to think where he would be now from where he started, you know, being in, on Key and Peele, like you would have never guessed that transformation. But it's cool to see that, like, you're not always going to be cast in this one box, you know, where certain people are always in, like, in, like, one role they're always cast as, you know. And they might want to do more. Um, it's like uh, the the guy who was on Breaking Bad, mm. who was oh, always, like, that kind of, like, snippy, like, funny character is now going to be in an action movie. And the first time... I remember thinking the first time I saw that trailer, like the first like 15, 20 seconds, I was like, all right, so where's the comedy? And mm. I'm just like, all right, well, maybe I should pump the brakes because this looks like an actual action movie. And then it's like, yeah, just try not to judge people off of what they've done before. I think it's something that's cool. And, and seeing how Jordan has done such a amazing movie since. I think one of my um, favorite like documentary um filmmakers is ava duvernay okay she's i gotta just, get more into all that she's phenomenal um she did um the 13th or 13th selma was an actual movie um and then she did um the movie about the central park um the five the one the exonerated five mm. um it was like a i think it was a four part part series um okay when they um was it when they see us or now they see us I think okay i think it's now they see us um but that was something that she just did so well i gotta that's cool you even know documentary uh directors i mm-hmm. i can't say i do but i'm that's cool to just open the world up. I love documentaries, so yeah, me too. I, de- I definitely will look into more of her work. And if you she... can send me a link or two. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And she's also doing. Um, I don't know if it's a four or five part series, or and maybe it's less. But she's doing the documentary on uh, Colin Kaepernick. That, that I don't know exactly when it's coming out, but um, that that should definitely be awesome to watch too. Just from her past work and knowing about like what has been done to him by the nfl definitely enjoying to see I'm, I'm waiting to see that one for sure so you know we covered a lot of stuff man absolutely let's let's each throw a dream out there Ooh. um it where someone may look at it far-fetched you may look at it far-fetched but i think if you could dream it you could see it. if you could see it you could believe you know believe it and then you could dream it and make it happen so Absolutely. like, I don't know if you want me to go first. You go first. Or you, nah, it's cool. I'll, I'll go first. <laughs> so um, like, I would definitely whatever you know, something you see yourself. It may seem like oh, oh, Michael B. Jordan, Chris Kelly. Mm-hmm. Maybe you may even not. You may even doubt it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying you do, but like throw it out there, and let's uh, 
throw something out. Let's see. Uh, we'll check back in in a few years. Perfect. Yeah. Um, definitely to have an own space to create, uh, wh- whether it's something smaller or something a little bit larger, um, just to be able to like, you know, if I want to go throw some, you know, ideas on the wall and just create some photos or like be able to, to uh, create some visuals. Yeah. Definitely to have a, a, a studio space. There you go. That's that's do it, bro. I see that even. I don't want to put pressure, but I, <laughs> you, you know, you put it out there. I always Absolutely. say, let people know your dreams because mm-hmm. you really don't know who's listening, man. That's I, true. I, I did a whole post about how I needed an office, mm-hmm. and in two months, I had an office. That's dope. You know, I was you know I was busting my my hiney to get to that point, but someone saw the post. They were looking for an office, the dots connected. So, mm-hmm. you know, let people know your dreams, man. And that this one I feel is, I didn't know what you were going to hit me with, but I, I see this. Definitely. So that, that's dope. Appreciate it. What about yourself? <laughs> so uh, one of my dreams is to put out a children's book. And um, it's uh, so, and then start. A, uh, like a line of them like I want to mm-hmm. work with sp- specific people on them mm-hmm. um, my goal my dream you know I, I already have one it's written already we just pretty much have to get it illustrated mm-hmm. so you know as long as I'm blessed with another year or so of life I'm, I'm believing that will that's possible but to throw out the next one that may seem a little far-fetched or maybe like oh i don't know noodles could pull that off i want to work with one of the founding members of hip-hop on the children's book that's but my goal first not to put all my business out there i want to i want to do one independently Mm -hmm. show that i have skin in the game show that i could deliver and i'm someone worth working with in Mm -hmm. that in that industry then knock on the door of who I want to talk to. So uh, my friend Jermaine and I got something in the works. Uh, I'm really excited to share it. And it's uh, pretty much written already. So I just got to bring it to life. And uh, Mm -hmm. we have a a couple of illustrators that we got. Um, We're narrowing it down. So I want to get that one out. That's my... uh, my get on first base and then my, I'll, I'll go for the home run and knock it out the park. Yep. <laughs> but the first one is very important to me. So not to downplay it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very special. And if it comes out, I, I really, we may have to do a, I may have to hit you up to, to document something about oh, it. Oh yeah, definitely. That sounds fun. My friend's story is very special and I'm mm-hmm. very grateful that, we we inter- we intersected at the time and we have a special uh bond together and a, and something really dope that we've been building for the last few years with stereotype not like the other kids so like mm-hmm. to see that come to a new platform is really special to me so i i'm, I'm i uh i look forward to that day um to put it yeah. out that's dope uh, not to cut you off but i definitely love that collab too not like the other kids is definitely 
I've always had my eye on that. That one's it's it's, it's such a like uh, it's I don't know. It's just like a good message. Yeah, man. It's to me, it's it, it's 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 like its own baby, right? Like mm-hmm. I always wanted to make more brands, and to me, for it to just mesh with the first brand, but it to be almost its own thing is and it be so natural and like of course it's inspired by a young man in a wheelchair that goes out and gets it and and has no excuses so yeah. he it's very easy for me he has it harder in life and the way his attitude is is special so mm. just the the fact that we could collab together and the idea clashed in a good way and so many people have been inspired by his story. I really want to just keep inspiring people with my brother's story. So shout out to him. Um, I may have leaked some info, but uh, <laughs> no one has the manuscript. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm was... uh, definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, sure. it's cool. It, it's 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 special to me, and um. I'm I'm excited to represent my homie and uh, I I know that he'll be I know we're gonna inspire more people you know and kids of all ages that that's the goal is really just we're not like the other kids it's like we're all the same because we're all not the same so we have you know we're different but that's what makes us similar right and I think no one should hate each other because of it it's like, all right, you're, you're not, you're not me. I'm not you. You're different. I'm different. We're actually the same. So why, why hate on each other? And uh, I feel like not like the other kids, just that reminder. And that's shout out to the homie Jermaine and everyone that's supported it and uh, continues. It's definitely dope. Love that. Yeah, man. So, Bro, we could probably keep rocking for like, <laughs> you know, uh, for like a, a basketball game series of seven. But uh, yo, this was a really dope convo. Once again, shout out to my boy. Make sure to follow him. Let people know where they could check all um, your journey and your story and and, and all yeah. So stuff. appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, I definitely love the the time and catching up and being able to talk to you. Um, so on Instagram and pretty much all the, most of the social medias, it's at K E L L Z five, five. Um, and then, um, the actual podcast is at got a lot on our minds. Um, the brand is iconic visions, E Y E C O N I C V I S I O N S. And, uh, that should cover everything. I think. Um, Oh, and also I'm gonna shout out my grandma's hers is at, nanny's treasure chest so uh that's that's on instagram so yeah definitely uh check it out and then from there you can uh check out her etsy store so uh yeah i mean those are those are the brands and the things i'm working on so uh appreciate you for sure appreciate you bro it, you know you're always welcome back um let's, let's talk again once you get that studio and for we'll sure and uh definitely would, definitely would love to have you on our <laughs> podcast for sure yeah keep me in the loop man um I, I would love it that's that's that'd be great perfect so yo thank you everyone for tuning in to type 88 till next time don't stop dreaming